3: <laughs> Gabby. Yes. You are in my house. Welcome. I know. Thank you. And you're saying you're doing a little staycation in Sag Harbor? Yes. All right. So I'm going to give you yeah. all the spots. Um, I watched your shows to oh. get, to get prepared. I had wa- oh watched god. certain Bachelor seasons, but okay. not obviously all of them. Yeah. Um, so I went in deep. To, oh my god! To watch oh, bless you. you.
4: I'm so sorry.
3: I mean, <laughs> I didn't realize. I did not realize how many seasons there actually were. Yeah. Um, and I was instantly drawn to you. So we'll get oh, into thank that. You. But you do not look as tall on television.
4: Yeah, I know. I think it's like a thing because you're always being shown from the waist up. So nobody actually knows how tall you are. When you pack for The Bachelor, they're like, don't worry about your shoes. They'll never see your feet. So it's like they don't really see your legs.
3: Wait, that's because you, to me, if someone said, describe her, I'd be like, she's this cute little pixie doll. She's like petite and You walked in, I'm like, oh my God, this glamazon walked in my house. How tall are you?
4: (laughs) I'm 5'8", and I'm constantly in heels. I'm never in a flat shoe. And you're all
3: legs Yes. So you yeah, just long appear. Legs. You have a very striking presence. It's yes. funny how TV oh, thank you. is very different. Uh, yeah. And you're blonde? Yes, I'm newly blonde. Well,
4: I was a blonde before Bachelor, but quarantine, I wanted to try something different. So now that I'm going back blonde, it's like a controversy online. People love to talk about it, but this is like my natural state. A block, a box blonde Wait, is why my do people love
3: to talk? But why is it controversial? Because they feel like you're trying to be something you're not? I think a little bit, because it was like after I moved to L.A. So they're like, don't
4: be like a basic L.A. bitch. And it's like, first of all, I am what I am. And I'm as basic as they come. (laughs) It's not L.A. It's deep (laughs) in my soul. (laughs) It's like different. But and I think, yeah, they're just so people really get attached to you and like what you look like. So I think they're just really attached to my brown hair.
3: Well, it comes through. You don't. Yes. That's what a box blonde is. I mean, there's a lot of roots. It looks very like hard
4: to keep this up. It's not. It's easier because this is like my natural is lighter. Then when I was dark, so when my hair would grow out when I was dark, first of all, thank you for giving me a chance to talk about this. Really? This
3: is is why we are here, obviously. I've thought a lot about it. I have a lot to say. I want to hear, because I do beauty reviews, and I'm fascinated, because I I color my hair at home. Okay. Oh, amazing. Recently, I went to get it professionally done, and she said, you have like seven colors of hair in your hair, because I didn't know... I just each little chunk going down to the roots. <laughs> Literally, yeah, it's a different color. it's like a patchwork quilt. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: So I've been there every time my hairdresser sees me they're like you're a different color. So <laughs> god bless them. I have two really great people, one in Colorado, one in LA. Okay, so but, tell um, me. Okay. Tell us. So any I'm like a chestnut, they call it. It's okay. like a dark blonde kind of lighter brown. It's like so, a chestnut
3: filly, like it's a little a little red too, chestnut. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
4: and it pulls red easy. So when I was really dark, one it would go... It would go red so easy. It would always fade, like, really warm. Okay. And my roots would come in, and I'd look gray because my hair is so much lighter than oh. the brown. I mean, I was lighter than you, but, like, not much. I was really dark. But nobody actually knew what my hair color was because it would literally change during the season. So this doesn't fade as much for me, and, like, I like to have a root, so it can just grow out on its own.
3: Well, it's interesting that on in Bachelor Nation, it's controversial yeah. to change your hair color because in Housewives Nation... You could have a different <laughs> hair color every every <laughs> scene. <laughs> That's what I want. I'm like, you guys have to get used to it. It's a part of me.
4: I know like, people are still learning a lot about me. They wouldn't let me dye my hair while we were filming. I got highlights before I was the Bachelorette, and they sent in like a team last second to take me Back dark. I was like crying on the phone, screaming at a producer. I, I'm like, I, I like I should have free will. So you're but, here to
3: say that you identify as a multicolored hair person. Yes, you, want, yes. you want you want met you don't want to be put in a box.
4: No, I want the room to have like whatever kind of hair I want. I'll always change it.
3: Okay. So that's what we're Thanks here. For All right, well, it up. Well honestly. nice to meet you. Thanks for yeah. coming and we'll Thank talk you. to you okay. All <laughs> right, so you're in the Hamptons and you're here with your girlfriend. Yes. So do you both say this? This is my girlfriend. This is my life partner. What, what do you call Robbie? Girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. So, Robbie, how long have you known her? Um,
4: like five months, I think, almost. Maybe four and a half. I round up. Because I feel like lesbian years are like dog years. Like it multiplies. We spend a lot of time together. And August is a long month. And July. So you have like a couple extra days. Like, Well, an extra summer week. is different. You're talking about yes. like it's a,
3: also a summer ro- romance folded right. in. Plus two women who one might think love maybe more intensely and more deeply. It is. So that's yes. why it's dog years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, and we're going to get into that. Does it fascinate you that people are so fascinated with, your girlfriend or your life partner, or it makes perfect sense because of the shows that you were on? Um, I, yeah, I think it does make sense. Bachelor nation
4: is really loyal and I'm like, so grateful for them. I feel like they've really stuck to me. Wow. Um, Yeah. Which isn't the case for everybody. I know sometimes they have really strong opinions and that's okay. Like I do understand that there is a piece of going on reality TV that you're TV in general, if you want to live your life like with the platform, you're opening yourself up to like some kind of criticism and scrutiny. So I know people are going to have an opinion and that's okay. But I do feel like for the most part, they've like had my back and they're treating Robbie like she's one of us. And it's like the best feeling ever.
3: I bet that I don't know her, we'll meet her. But the last thing that I imagine that she would have thought in her life that she'd be part of Bachelor Nation now. Yeah, the last. She said she she won The
4: Bachelor now. That's how she says it. She's <laughs> like, I won The Bachelor. We went to AFR, and like it was live or whatever after the final rose for this last season. And I'm like, I didn't think she would want to go. I'm like, do you want to go? She's like,
3: Duh! Like I won the Bachelor. Yeah, she's like yes. on Candyland. When you go directly to get the piece of candy, you don't have to go yeah. through all the little pieces. Literally, right? Yeah, she exactly. Got the prize. She, yeah, she
4: has a shortcut. She's like so proud. She's like, look at this. And I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. And she, yeah. all right.
3: So you are more than who you're dating. So we will get into yeah. who you're dating, but let's <laughs> that's get in. Okay,
4: it's my favorite topic right now, too. I would imagine. Yeah, I would
3: imagine. Which, well, okay. So we're gonna get into that. But so, how did you? What made you go on to the Bachelor?
4: Um, I was single for years. I had just moved out of Denver. I was travel nursing um, during COVID. So I was a Denver Broncos cheerleader for five years. And I decided to kind of like, I used an excuse almost to like fade out because it was the year of COVID. We really didn't know what the season was going to hold for us. Normally, it's really grueling the schedule, like you have no time off, you can't really travel. Because um, you always have to be there for practices and games, so I'm like, ugh, I want to take this time. Like, we don't know what our schedule is going to look like. I'm going to travel, nurse, do something different. Wow. Um, and I ended up in LA and officially retired from NFL cheerleading. No 401k. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I'm an alumni. The retirement plan. That's how it was. Five years. Yeah,
3: five years. That's a bit. That's yes. a long career in Denver, Bronco land.
4: Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Some of the best years of my life, but then I moved to L.A., I'm like, okay, I was nominated a couple years prior by some friends, and I had dated somebody kind of like a heartthrob, I'd say, in Bachelor Nation, so like literally on my application, it was like dated, his name's Dean, dated Dean, like Denver Broncos cheerleader, and they like called me the next of day. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good so, resume. Yeah,
3: yeah. Have you come across other Denver Broncos cheerleaders in this process? I would feel like they would be the perfect prototype for Bra- Bachelor Nation. Not a lot of cheerleaders. A lot of Disney princesses. Really? Weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. That work at the park? Um, yeah. That's so funny because I've always said that a great reality show, Disney would never allow it and the princesses would never be able to do it. Yeah. But a great reality show would be showing Disney princesses after dark. Yeah.
4: Like Ooh. what really goes on after dark. Oh, I bet there's a lot. It sounds I, very strict. Yeah, And you like
3: live in tight quarters.
4: It's incestual. Yes.
3: It would be an amazing, I'm sure Disney's going to love that. And I can't wait to get a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for us to get a, lo- a letter from Disney, who also owns ABC, who right. also produces oh, the best. Oh no, ba- yeah. we didn't mean it. we just talking. She was just kidding. Yeah. I yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't mean it. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So then you were a traveling nurse, which I didn't even know was a thing. And what do you yes. go with an agency and they place yeah. you?
4: Yeah. You have a third party agency. You kind of just go in. Initially, it was, like, founded, I think, to for when uh, staff nurses went on maternity leave. Uh And so you would need somebody to come in for three months while they were on maternity leave and then could come back. So it's kind of like a relief position. Now it's um, a little more stable. It's a way for nurses to make more money, basically, because you don't make any money without, like, per diem or kind of working these, like... As needed so you jobs. can make
3: good money as a traveling nurse yeah and where do you stay you have to figure that out yourself yeah
4: there's, but like it's still like b bs yeah because you get a stipend for a living that's like non-tax so nurses travel nurses are savvy nurses
2: with are with, savvy. With,
4: fi-
3: with their finances really yeah i feel like yeah. it's like flight attendants are really savvy with their finances too are you're they? just used to being efficient and organized yes and- yeah and i yeah. and others- also don't want to flag myself irs i hope you're not listening i'm not a nurse anymore <laughs> no but even if you are they're very savvy no i think yeah. that's an interesting thing that isn't yeah. discussed enough nurses are savvy it's well so and because you
4: just don't get paid anything much like teachers like it's like i started when I, was I was thinking I was- that too
3: hustle you got yes, to figure out hustle. exactly
4: i started when i was 22 i took what was given to me i stayed in the town that i was in i'm like i'm making no money <laughs> how do i make money i'm like into my 30s and i'm still working paycheck, to paycheck. Interesting interesting like i'm the thinking of the,
3: the teachers who have all these amazon wish lists and i feel like nurses yeah. should do it too with all the things that they want to have to be a better nurse like right for your patients you know yeah. having things that you give out or maybe you know um entertainment supplies for people while they're sick because i like that yeah. i'm buying a lot of amazon supplies for teachers and i'm loving the creative things that they're putting on their wish list yeah that i'm buying for these kids for their classrooms yeah it's interesting. I like okay. So wow, I wouldn't have, that's amazing. Okay, so then you get on The Bachelor now. Let's get let's get serious. <laughs> when you get on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. what percentage honestly are you thinking I'm gonna really find a partner? What percentage? Oh my god, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna be famous and I'm young and this is gonna yeah. be such a cool experience. You're on season 19. So you're well yeah. th- the system is well in. So I'm yes. saying being a housewife season one was very different from being one season 15 because you've watched the show, you have a preconceived notion, you're figuring out how to quote-unquote play the game. Okay, so so I haven't watched the show.
4: I really didn't watch Bachelor, Bachelorette before. I think people use it even now as like... a. Like I love it because it's really like a community event. I feel like it's an excuse to get together with like either your sister and your mom every Monday, or like your friends, and you're constantly talking over the show. Like my one of my friends who we watched, I think Matt James's season with. I think it was during COVID. There was like four of us that would get together every Monday because there was like nothing else to do, and we'd constantly talk over her, and she'd be like, "Can you stop?" Like, but you please didn't shut watch up. before you were on. No. Okay, and I think it was. I think it did me right, not because I wasn't a fan. I honestly, I I was just so busy working and cheering. It was like two full time jobs. Like I'm just now in my 30s getting into TV. I'm like, where's my childhood?
3: Well, no, yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Yeah, were you? But were you doing it because you thought it would be a great experience, or you were really feeling like you were hitting a wall meeting people? Because I would think. Yeah. You would do it as a girl in your 30s, it's going to have a great ride, a great experience. Totally. And like, I think,
4: I don't know, I can't say I really have an. Analytical brain, I think I have a really strong intuition. So I feel like I'm not going to break things down and try and super plan. I'm like, this seems right. It's fitting right in my life. I'm living in a month to month B&B. I've been single for years. I'm not having any luck. I'm in LA. Casting was in LA. I got to like meet everyone in person, which I think really helps. And you're
3: very social, obviously. You've worked yeah. in a very social environment. Yeah.
4: And like, I love new experiences. Like, I tried out for the Denver Broncos like three times. I tried out for the nuggets like whoever you know I'm kind of like used to like just trying for different things so I'm like okay to me it's kind of like another opportunity another like dance team adventure we'll see I I will say like uh I'm a little bit of a hopeless romantic. So, like, I don't think it has to be one or the other, like, oh, you're going on for a new opportunity or to find love. It's like, I think both can be true. What? If
3: I meet someone amazing? It's an experience. Okay. Right. Also, being a you were a cheerleader in high school, I assume. If you got on to be a professional cheerleader, you must have been serious. Mm
4: -hmm. I was on the dance team. They call us cheerleaders because we have pom-poms, but we're all, like, professional dancers. I don't know if you know this. I was second place on Dancing with the Stars, Bethany. I do know this. And (laughs)
3: people talk about that as part of okay. this whole yes. program. Okay, so you were second. I was second on The Apprentice. So You were second oh, on were, Dancing oh, with good. The Stars. Oh, my
4: God. High five
3: for Runners Up. High five for Runners Up. Yeah. We should do a whole we, show with Runners we, Up. We should. We need um, more Clay love. Clay Aiken could be on our show. Yeah. So, but I'm saying now looking back, as we'll get into your relationship, it's just... You always like to surround yourself with girls. You've always been a girls' girl. Yes, all, always. I mean, yeah, those are a little you know, too
4: much. If you maybe know I, what I mean. I know.
3: <laughs> and did you dabble? Have you ever? Did you dabble in high school or college? Did you had? Because that's sort of like a quote unquote fling or a phase like, in many college girls' experiences that they'll wink at their friends and talk back about. But right. did you have that experience? I've, I never had that experience. I'm saying, yeah. like, I'm not saying there's anything right or wrong. I'm just saying I never had an experience with a girl
4: in college. Did you? Yeah. Honestly, no, not really. Like, I thought as far as I knew, I was as straight as they came. Really? Like, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know any different. I also grew up, like, I wouldn't even say conservative because politics wasn't talked about in my family, really good or bad. I mean, my dad was supporting the whole family and, like, a lower rank in the air force. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we didn't, I don't think politics didn't come up because we really didn't have like the affluence to like, let it into our life. Like You're I just
3: making ends meet.
4: Right. Exactly. Our day to day was like SpaghettiOs. Like we're living on base housing. Like, we're like I have, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, look at me now, like whatever I could, I do like, I, You know, I have some beef with public school. Like,
3: You feel like you didn't have the luxury to start debating politics, even though it absolutely affected you. Right, especially coming from like
4: a conservative family that was in the military. And military bases a lot of the time are in middle America. Mm -hmm. So uh, we spent a lot of the time not surrounded by liberal cities, which you think about and then you think about like, okay, they're allies to gay people and fighting for their rights and stuff. But I was just like surrounded by straight people. I didn't know any different. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, It's
3: funny because I did grow up in a liberal place. Well, I, I lived in like 13 places, but I went to high school in a liberal place. And even still, and I'm older than you, There was no one that we knew was gay in our high school. It wasn't discussed. So that's what you're saying. Yes. And also I think like
4: gay men are still more like have a little more representation. I don't think a lot, but it was like way more familiar to see for me to see a gay man. who I was like, oh my God, like, you know, we're best friends. We can talk about the same thing. I agree. Like this, but I had never, especially in my younger years, I have never really seen like a gay woman. You make a great point. You make
3: a great point because it's true. It was more like, it seems like. That's something marketed as like a phase for a girl. Yes. Like a college drunk yeah. phase. You hooked up with a girl, but not it's like, like a hot. real. Yeah. You're like
4: trying to impress the
3: boys. Exactly. It's like
4: there's an ulterior motive.
3: Yes. It but doesn't feel valued. It yeah. feels more like anecdotal. That make, right. That's a great, that's a totally great point. Um, so, so yeah, you were straight. They didn't think yeah. it was like saying I'm a giraffe. I'm not a, right. a, a, a dog. This is what yeah. I am. So you didn't question it. And that makes a lot of sense too. And there you, did you remember the movie Chasing Amy?
4: no you've
3: heard about it no it was, oh my god you have to see it it was oh, like a yeah. very it was one of the first movies that talked about a woman um who's living in a traditional life she was actually in a relationship with john ham it was her boyfriend and then she becomes um, a lesbian and it's quite disruptive oh, but it wow. was, certainly wasn't 2023 it's a great yeah. you guys should watch Chasing yes it's amazing. we love lesbian culture
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> anything well, I'm on glad
1: tv I can help.
3: <laughs> yeah
2: It's time to hear her
1: side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night.
0: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Okay, so you go on Bachelor and you're going in to have an experience, and there's a bunch, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. vie for this guy. And what, and I saw, I watched you um, really stand up for yourself during this process. Like yeah. I watched oh, you thanks. come in sort of as the funny girl who is a little yeah. bit like. Me, Bethany, meaning you always get into trouble for saying something, and yeah. you're not yeah. filtered, you're unedited. I related to that a lot. That you're just—he said you were the funniest person on the planet.
4: Yeah, right. Oh, thank you. Like he said yeah. she's the funniest
3: person on the planet while well, you guys were like tying shoes for a hike or something. <laughs> yeah, and and then you go through this process, and he manipulates you in a way like you yeah. felt like he wasn't. This is uh, this is Clayton. He wasn't entirely mm-hmm. above board yeah. in the process, and when I watched the finale, you really sort of were poised and oh, held yourself really just, you were just very, very mature and polished and there was just something very dignified about you and you, but you did not let, you did not suffer fools. You let him know yeah. that it was not acceptable the way you'd been treated. So what was that yeah, thank like? thank you. Um,
4: I think just like, oh, I feel like you take these
3: experiences
4: and you really think about it and maybe like, It's like, I don't want all this to turn into, like, the patriarchy and, like, I'm a feminist and blah, blah, blah. But there's some conversation around it. Like, sue me. And I think, like, um, watching, I don't think Clayton's malicious. I don't think he's, like, nefarious. I've always said that. Um, I think maybe he hasn't had... Being a woman comes with struggle. Mm -hmm. We know that as women. Mm -hmm. um, It's like something also that is implicit. You don't even really know you're struggling, I think, until later. Totally. And it's like, that's like the hardest part is that you're almost like nobody says, like, it's okay, like... It's almost like you're being, like, gaslit into thinking everything is normal. I was a nurse for eight years, a female-dominated field. We work under doctors. We're supposed to be subordinates, but, it's like, you're not even technically my boss. You have a different discipline. Our goals are different. You're here to, like, treat the disease, and I'm here to treat the whole person and to take things into, like, a holistic account. Like, we have two different goals. Right. But I am treated like I have to take your orders, and I don't really have a voice. Is it because I'm a nurse, or is it because I'm a woman, or both?
3: It's a dynamic that was set up like yes. a caveman. Same thing, like with teachers. The... Yeah, it's like a
4: minority female-dominated field. Hi.
3: Hi, Hi, Robbie. Hi, how are you? Good.
4: Hey. <laughs> um, uh. Where are you going to sit? What do you
3: want? I
4: don't know, babe. Well, I think you want to the- sit
3: there, and then we'll bring her in after we get or into the bathroom stuff. Or maybe in the guest house. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, like, Why know, know, okay, I know, I know. Well, do you feel like we are talking about some of this stuff?
4: No, it's just like easier for me to talk about her if she's not here. In a I good way, babe. So, uh, what are you saying? Babe, in a good way. Yeah,
3: th- all right, so let's let Babe go to get a drink.
1: <laughs> in she the doesn't let. Like,
3: she doesn't let me watch all
4: her comedy either. So yes, you did come the other night. I know, babe. But come on, it's That's the first right. one. Babe, okay.
3: Babe. No, no babe, go. babe should go get a drink. <laughs> in the car. You have to be shooting all this. Ba- oh my god, babe. Babe. Go we're get a drink. in love,
4: it's really hard for people to see. There's
3: sandwiches, there's snacks. You, I got take you a sandwich. The, take she babe into the woods.
2: Take yeah. babe into the woods,
3: the babe in the woods, and then we're gonna get her bring her back. Oh, thank you. She's, Somebody likes me. Yay. I can't imagine fan. why you. She's well, huge. I, we're going to get into when she comes back okay. why you would even think of having me do it because it's, it becomes very controversial these days to be on my podcast. <laughs> I did not realize, but
4: we're being, I'm being canceled and renewed no, at the same time. You. It's amazing. Yeah, canceled and renewal yeah. same day. Okay.
3: So, all right, so... Oh, so you said... Oh, yes, it's amazing what you're saying. Yeah, they're dynamics. These are just dynamics that have been set in stone. Yeah, so then naturally
4: you think about it. So, like, whatever... It's like I'm kind of dating this man with other women. I understood what I got into, but it, it almost felt like new
3: money. It was like a man who had just had power for the first time. Oh, and you was, didn't like that he had all the power, and you've walked into a dynamic where he had all the power. He got to just choose and discard. Because Yeah, because I think he took advantage of it, and he didn't really like really
4: think about or regard our feelings. And I can like, that was always my thought going in. I'm like, honestly, just be honest, just be open. Like, he, like, compared all of us at the same point. It's like, you can't compare, like, different women or different lovers. They're different. You have a better connection with some or not. But it's like, you can't say you, like, love one more or this one's better. And
3: it- like, you're saying you can still be a good person even within this strange experiment. You can yes. still, if I, let tell you what I need, which is for you to just always be upfront and honest with me, Yeah, it may not end up being me, but I need you. Well, that's what happens when you're dating sometimes. Like, yeah. I've dated, I remember dating a guy who who was a player. He had never really had a girlfriend. And we really connected. And you knew that he was like sleeping around every weekend. He just had that reputation and it's what was going on. And there became a point where I said, this needs to be evolving or I don't want to do it. But you don't get to just pretend that because I know that about you that that's enough like you have to right. you have to tell me like you want to progress and move forward yeah and, and just because you say oh she knew that I was that type of person that's not enough right. like you have no. to hold yourself accountable yeah and be responsible for the other person's feelings also right and a lot I, of people don't do that a lot no. of people say oh they know who I am like me say right. you know but no. it's like, is that
4: how you treat the people you love? Like, you're also, the other party is allowed to have expectations and needs too. And I'm allowed to tell you what I need. If we're if we're not being able to give the same thing, we're not a match. And that's okay. You weren't equals in the but process. Don't, yes, but don't make me feel like I'm crazy for bringing it up. I feel like a lot of our dating culture has, like, kind of gaslit women into thinking that we're not allowed to ask for what we want. And we have to settle for these guys who, it's like, okay, for them to sleep around. It's like, okay, they're just men i have to wait until he's ready to not sleeping around would i ever do that to somebody no well that
3: was how the show was set up with men in the power yeah. position and obviously then they right. did the bachelorette which that's different because
4: it's a bubble and i will understand like me going in i'm like i know you're sleeping with other girls like right. there's like this meme of me with bedhead comparing me to the Bradstall, like coming in the next day because they like you know, had this conversation with us and the other girls. Like, what were you doing last night? It's like, everyone knows what we're doing. Like, don't make me say it. It's like right. a part of the gig. It's basically in my contract. It's not, but like, whatever I'm in on yes, it. But
3: in real life, in too, real life, it
4: doesn't translate.
3: Well, no, but in real life too, you could, say to your girlfriends I'm okay with it it's fine we're just dating and then all of a sudden it takes you over right if so I you, genuinely felt
4: like that that's which what I'm I, saying no yeah. what I'm
3: saying is on a show you could get all the rules right and you could have a rule even with the guy yeah but when you get into real feelings you can't you can't play st- stupid and smart at the same time if you have yeah. feelings you're gonna have a lack of Irrationality, I mean, sorry, there'll be an element of irrationality because you feel something. Right, right, right. You could say it's cool, but it may not feel cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm not cool in a
4: relationship. I just want to be myself, and I need, like, I want to be seen. Like, the last thing I'm going to do is try and play it cool. Like, I don't think that helps anybody. No, okay. And so so I feel like he just kind of took advantage of his power because it was kind of led to believe the ending, you know, he went back for the third girl, which it seems like he knew all along so then it's like he's like a loser a fool so it's like why'd you sleep with me and i can say things because i have been on the other side i was the bachelorette yes and i chose not to sleep with everybody if i wasn't like still deciding i only slept with one person not saying it's the way to go because like i think you can genuinely be conflicted yeah you can and people do sleep
3: with more than one person it's their choice but you're saying you found a way for yourself to have integrity in that process yeah i found it very compelling that you would go to the end with a girl and become really good friends with her. Like you were competing with her. How did you manage to be competing with her? Or was it really that you were like commiserating because you were going through the same exact experience? I think it
4: is a lot of like, compartmentalizing they kind of say like it is a new scenario so you can't really you can't compare it to anything else which I think is a lot of reason kind of like why it does work in that world because it's honestly it's not real life so you're starting with a blank slate yes so I'm like even
3: if you've watched it it's going to be a new thing that
4: happens of course and I just like always came in with an open mind I'm like honestly at this point I surrender if this is going to be my man he wasn't um, like the complete opposite of who I'm dating now, like a little Jewish woman. <laughs> like, and I was dating all these big white right. men. I can't I'm wait like, to get into like, you this. could this never what, yeah. give me what she can give right. me. Right. But um, I was just like, OK, if it's meant to be, it'll be. I'm always like, I'm never going to choose a guy. Or, or a partner or a lover over a girl, over a friend. Like, I do think there's this kind of innate, like, we've been through a lot of shit as women. We have to lift each other up. And plus, it takes two in a relationship. It's like they're choosing each other. It's not like somebody is, it's not personal to me. Right. Like, it's not like anyone's, like, hurting me on purpose. It's like, they're a better match. Okay,
3: yeah, definitely. Right. You, know, you just wanted there to like be that. some
4: ethics and integrity because you were putting yourself yes. out there. Okay, yeah. do
3: you feel that you were really in love with him?
4: Um, I thought I was because, again, like you are in the bubble. The bubble. Yes. And it really – and like I buy in. I'm a good player. I'm a team player. Like I'm in on it. I think you can't come out alive. You can't go in doubting everything. You You'll, can't
3: play – no, you can't be half pregnant. No. You're in yes, all the way. exactly. No, I'm I get am full pregnant. It. That's yeah. what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying. I'm 10 months Yeah, <laughs> and anything
4: I do. <laughs> no, but by the
3: way, that's why I see myself in you a little bit because – in The Housewives, it's the same thing. And they always ask, it's such a weird question, is it real? It's impossible to, what's happening is real, but the circumstances, the yes. bubble's not real. Right. So is it real that I'm talking to these specific women about this thing and fighting? Someone throws a leg on a dance floor, someone yeah. flips a table. Those <laughs> things really happen because those are external extraordinary circumstances right. so it's a bullshit question is it yeah. real what you were Literally. feeling is real what was happening is real but you exactly. were living in Fantasy
4: Island right and it's all contrived but like this is also kind of like a job like for you it was like your job right like I'm here I know I have not even a role to play but my job is to be here and be involved and be present and, and be present and yes. do what they need you
3: to do and do what Ex- you need you exactly. to do and make good
4: tell. yeah and I hear it and I'm here I'm a hard worker
3: no you're on the field and yeah. you're putting your heart yes. that's exa- yeah, exactly yeah exactly it's a work ethic thing I yeah. fully get it I really really that's very interesting and then so you have your show with uh Rachel you yes. guys are, are you still close yes okay uh-huh. and you go on this strange but fun girlfriend journey yeah <laughs> and you meet this guy Eric and I'm sure that the whole world thought this it's yeah. didn't. it didn't track in the engagement it feel, felt awkward it felt weird yeah. just watching it felt like okay we're on the show and we're supposed to be doing this now yeah and the clock's you know, run out. So what was that all like? And what were you together saying to each other about it?
4: Yeah, definitely. And I think there is, it was obviously there's a lot you like don't see. So I do feel like I was really connected with him. I'm like, okay, this could be it for me. We had great banter on the show. It seems like seemingly he kind of like had his shit together um he really chose me which was nice like I know people are like I just want to feel chosen but it's like in my dating like life I never really had someone besides Robbie like stand up and really choose me like yes that's the one I want to be with like screaming and he really did he really loved you and he did yeah he kept coming back for more like even throughout everything and I'm like okay I can tell he wants to be with me I think um it was, it was like all the other storylines that kind of confused things. It was like Jason, the other, he was like very quiet, very afraid of cameras. Mm-hmm. So we just couldn't get anywhere because he literally thought he was in a simulation. I'm like, I can't like meet you as a person if you're so afraid of everything else that's going on. That's why you have to buy in. If you're agreeing to like be on this kind of television, do this kind of work, you have to like be okay. I'm gonna do it. I trust myself and I'm gonna be myself. But it's like our relationship couldn't really progress
3: well also I think that listen I'm older than you and I've been in uh, a lot many relationships and I do think that as you get older your priorities change and yeah. I've had the thought in my life wow I love this person so much because of how much they love me that's yeah. one way and some people say fall in love with someone who loves you more than you yeah. love them yeah some people marry for money some right. people marry because it's a good fit because it's an arranged marriage because it's a religion yeah. like there doesn't yeah. have to be, like, one puzzle piece that fits, which right. young girls like to think that there does. Yes. But if you, you know, plucked you and moved you to Malaysia right now, you might right. meet someone else. It could even be a man. Like, it's yeah. not, it's a. It's a, the ocean. It's living and breathing and moving. Yes, it's all fluid. Yeah. Just like water. Yeah, and just yeah. like sexuality and just yeah. like... Choices yes. and partners. Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> Bringing it back, full Bringing it back. Okay,
3: and why do people say that Dancing with the Stars contributes to a breakup? I don't know, but it's literally not
4: true. First, like, Eric and I lived in L.A. at the same time. We were in the same city. Some people have, like, done Dancing with the Stars in different cities and, like, have made it through. Right. I think it's an excuse because a lot of times it's right after filming – the Bachelor. So it's like because of the timing, they're like, oh, it must be dancing. It's like, not that we were in the real world and now we're just figuring out we're not a match because we're not in the bubble. And I'm figuring more about this person and like learning I'm not compatible. Like, would have done that with or without dancing with the stars. Oh,
3: yeah. Because you know what? I did want to ask you just as the first person I've ever interviewed in this experience, I met Tyler Cameron, but I haven't interviewed him yet. But mm-hmm. You said you grew up very middle class, and yeah. and 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 um, Chef Boyardee, yeah. Uh, SpaghettiOs. Yeah. <laughs> so how is a show like that? It is the bubble, but how is that? Sh- how does that show reflect real life in any way? Because if. You could fall in love with a frog if you yeah. go on this amazing gorgeous helicopter ride yeah. into an exotic Polynesian island to rose petals at the dinner table like yeah. and then you have to go back to spaghettios. Right. So and, and like there's no discussion of therapy, there's not really yeah. a lot of discussion of religion, there's not a lot of discussion of politics. So yeah. the bubble's even more bubbly than just saying the bubble of a reality show. That's very true. When a relationship, yeah. money is one of the biggest things that people discuss in, in yeah. relationships and they argue over. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. how does that even get discussed? Like, this is not real life. Like, you try and discuss it. Like, I will say, you don't know you're not
4: discussing it when you're there. It's like you try and like, ask the questions and you try and really get to know the person. I think, like, if somebody is like a different class than you, like, very, like, super duper rich, which I'd probably be like, hey, right? <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, even more, right? But it's like my girlfriend, like, Money is really, she grew up really poor. So the first one of the first questions she asked me was like, do you come from money? And I'm like, I don't think so. Because she needs somebody to relate to, especially being in the industry oh. that we're in. In LA, like you don't know what, where you're coming from, kind of how level your head is. That's
3: what I'm saying to you. As much yes. as religion is something that you yeah. might want someone that is, you know, going to raise your kids Catholic or right. Jewish or that, right. that someone not coming from money and someone coming from money is a very different experience and you can resent it or the person can't relate to your struggles. And being on that show, you're sitting next to someone eating caviar and then also, that person's not going to be able to give you caviar when you get home, theoretically, unless there's some prince. You know, it's very unrealistic and they don't talk about things. There should be a modern version where they do talk about therapy and Which I will say, we
4: do have resources now. We have therapists on site and like, um, afterwards they give you lots of access. So I will say that therapy was actually heavily involved kind of in like Eric and I's relationship. And oh, I you know mean for
3: the couple? They do both. They oh, do. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant for, the, for couple. the couple.
4: Yeah, you can seek it out if you want it for the
3: couple too. and like they don't talk about prenups, like a realistic thing. Yeah. It's fantasy land where yeah. prenups are an
4: important part of life. Literally, we should talk about prenups. Yeah. Knew I don't know anything about it. Well, you better know at yeah. some point.
3: If you're gonna do some shotgun wedding at my house, <laughs> yeah. I have a beautiful cottage. Yeah, it's your honeymoon here. You here. do the duck in the front. You can get married. The duck will marry you. Oh, my God. We're having a wedding. (laughs)
4: Okay. Okay. But I will say, you do your best to have those conversations and just try and get a grasp for the whole person, which I am a really good judge of character. But also, because of the bubble, I trust myself and to bring... You can pretty much like read me like a book. Like My heart's on my sleeve. The more you talk to me, of course, the more you find out. I think I can read other people, too, but it depends on how much you give me. And a lot of people... Aren't bringing the same amount to the table. I yeah, felt like yes. nobody was willing to like really kind of air out their shit as much as I was. So then going into the real world, it's like it didn't matter how many questions I asked you. I would go on a limb and say you lied to me, right? You know, right. just to get through. Yes, so.
3: yes, 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 yes. And that's yeah. not the way to start. So you were yeah. very, okay. So we'll get into your relationship, but I want to I want to attribute it to the show for one second. Do you feel that in not being with a man now that you're somehow letting some of your viewers down or that they invested in this journey and that you went on a different path than they thought you were on?
4: Um, They might feel like that, but I... Do they?
3: Do you think they do or they don't?
4: I don't really know, honestly, because it's like we know our position. Like We have so many people that have an opinion just by like literally having an Instagram that it's like I can't really buy into that at all. I don't really have the space. Um, like this it's almost like hard to say, I think love is the great intangible. It's hard to really explain. It's hard to like accurately articulate articulately convey. But when I'm talking about my relationship, it's literally not so much that, like, I'm in a relationship with a woman. It's like I'm in a relationship in love for one of the first times. With a human times. being. you
3: connected with a yes. human being and it she feels happens to be a woman. it feels just
4: the same. Yeah, it's like I'm not even seeing her gender. Like, I honestly do think real love transcends gender Great. to a point. Um, and I truly feel like that. So it's like if my fans, I, I do think my followers and people who wanted my journey, like, I do think now they just want to see me happy. They fell in love with me not just because I was dating but because of like my whole personality they hadn't really seen someone like that on The Bachelor before so it's like I'm going to throw you for one more loop. You're bringing them <laughs> I'm on sorry. the journey. You're saying yes. that
3: you're not acting like this was a secret you were keeping because it's not. Right. It you're wasn't. saying this is a development in my yeah. life that we're going on this and journey And if together. you wanted
4: to be happy for me for any relationship, it would be now because this is the happiest I've ever been. I feel like I'm a prophet. I have to spread the good word about what it means to be in a good relationship. I think I've finally been taught about what love is for the for the first time. And I feel like I've been like... Yeah, just like told wrong my whole life.
3: Well, so it could... So Robbie, or so, so not
4: even just gender, but just no, what, what it I mean. means Robbie's to be in a, a relationship. Human being on this yeah. earth that you
3: fell in love with, it could have been a man. It could yes. have been right. Yes. Okay, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You fell in love with the person. It doesn't right. have to be in a box. It's not yeah. a label, and that's difficult for America to understand. So I think you might be yeah. a prophet because it's good to explain to people that which we, not like
4: thinking I'm like above. First of all, okay, I have to always like lesbians think they're better than everybody, and I'm Jeff. They def- do. Yeah, okay. they're like pretentious. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. So okay. like, I'm sorry, I'm here. Okay. But like, also maybe you are it's better than like everybody. <laughs> We don't know. We'll find yeah. out. I think it's the better option. Obviously I'm here. Right. But like, yeah, when you're ready, come to me. Okay. It seems, that, it seems it, like you're doing fine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're like the leader of the cult and you want yeah. people to come to you and be, yes. be in your lesbian. Yeah. Cult. Okay. I get it.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and
1: Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night.
3: So, all right. So how do you meet Robbie? So you obviously are a person who's attracted to humor, which is, by the yeah. way, not lost on me because you met yeah. a person who is a comedian yes. and the guy, the Clayton said about you that you were the funniest person on the planet. Yeah. So I'm a person that could never be with someone who isn't funny, yes. who doesn't appreciate humor. Like, oh and my I, God. it's a requirement. I'm a comedy snob. Like, I don't yeah. understand people that aren't funny. Oh my God. You have to see Robbie. Okay. She's literally
4: the best. All right, so you, so how did you guys meet? We met outside of a bar. So I was like, like, I went on tour with Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Um, and whatever that was, an experience. Yes, which was like an experience in itself. You're literally like in and out of like YMCA's, like living on a tour bus. There was 12 of us. Like okay. Honestly, I felt like it did something to my psyche that is like a deep state meditation because I was just... I couldn't even focus on like day to day things because you're just trying to stay alive. You're like waking up in a new place every day. You're sleeping in literally a moving vehicle. I thought I was gonna die. I went on a tour
3: and and it. I went on a tour with a new baby, and it sounded so cool before you did it. Yeah, it it sounds so glamorous. And then you feel so dehydrated, so exhausted, so dirty. Yes. So dirty and wired at the same time. I know exactly, but But you you did it. You can't
4: get any sleep. You're always on with, like, the lights and, like, performing live. It was crazy. Right. So maybe I blame Tor. I don't know. If we want someone to blame, let's blame Tor. Okay. Anyways, we were watching Perfect Match, the... um, whatever dating show on Netflix okay, and they had like a queer storyline with two girls. It seemed very genuine, like as genuine as it could be, but it was the first time I saw like girls who I kind of identified with. Like, first of all, they're on a reality dating show. We wear kind of the same clothes. Like it's like what, like, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, this seems genuine. Like I feel like, like, uh, you know, we stereotype people and it's like the only when people talked about lesbians it was only girls who like carried themselves a little more masculine. Yeah, exactly. Which that's
3: like the quote unquote guy in the relationship which
4: is such bullshit and also a label. Yes, exactly. Like not really gender norms and that's like a whole different discussion I feel that's like too much to get into. But anyways, so it's like okay, this is clearly sparking something in me. I also have one of my best friends is queer. She's in a relationship with a woman so it's like we hang out. I'd, like, ask her questions. Apparently now everyone tells me her name is Bridget. She's going to love that she's getting a shout out. Hi, Hi Bridget. <laughs> she's going to die. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, after I met her, I told everyone else that she made me question my sexuality, but I literally don't remember. I, like, blocked it out of my head. Right. And now when I come back to my friends, they're like, I remember when you met Bridget and you were like, I'm questioning my sexuality. I'm like, don't tell her that. She's going to get such a big head. I uh, don't want to piss off her girlfriend uh, either. Right. Like we're all such good friends. But yeah, she was kind of like my Sherpa in a way. So I told her when I moved back to LA, she took me to all these queer events. Like two, I guess. I went. I on think a- it's
3: interesting. You said I was questioning my sex sexuality because people because people question their faith. Yeah. People question their careers, different yeah. things in their lives. And so you actually like had a moment where you were yes. questioning your sexuality, which is not something that most people even indulgent, not that it's an indulgent, but that they even allow themselves to think because of where they, the way that they grew up or where they live or what their lives are. That's an interesting thing. Sorry. And I was, I was 30 at the
4: time and Bridget is like very much, she's like, So cool. She lives in the east side, like of LA. If anyone knows anything about that, like grew up in Seattle, she's just herself. Mm -hmm. She's not really like one way, like super masculine, super feminine. She's just herself. She's just, you know what I mean? Yes. And it's like, okay, this is comfortable in her own skin. Exactly. And I feel like that's that's everyone's goal. I feel like that's Robbie. I feel like that's me like we're just like very comfortable being who we are. So I feel like that kind of opened up my mind too like she wasn't like a stereotype right so we met outside of a bar Bridget's girlfriend is a fan of Robbie's comedy okay had seen her on podcasts and like knew that she did stand up and they know I'm attracted to humor so they Kyle Bridget's girlfriend oh my god she's also gonna die as we were walking out, Kyle wingmaned Robbie went up to Robbie. You have to let her tell the story too, I will. because like it's like whatever, really funny when she tells it. But um, and Robbie was kind of like questioning like Kyle's intention. She's like, "Have I met you before?" But like, do you, are you think there fan? was an intention
3: of a setup or not at all?
4: Kyle was wanted to introduce Robbie to me. So that was a setup, but it was like happenstance. We just happened to be the But because she thought she'd
3: be into you, but would she, would she have thought that you would be into her? It wasn't even that well thought out. Yeah, no. Nobody, like, you'll think she's hot. Yes, nobody knew. They were like, I don't even know if this is Gabby's type, but like
4: we're going to just like see. I feel like a lot of it is like, you know, it's Oh, so your friends chance. were
3: really thinking there was a chance that you might want to...
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Venture out. Yes. Oh, at this point, I was, like, trying to, like, date girls. I'm like, oh. I want to e- explore my sexuality. I had been on a date with a woman. I was on Raya. Oh. Like, women. So I was like, I want to give it a shot. And, like, I liked being on a date with a but girl. But this was
3: quiet. No one knew in Bachelor Nation or the public or just your friends. I didn't put it on Instagram. Just, like, I wouldn't put anything. Right. Like, a first
4: date, really. But we would, we're would. we in public in queer events. Like, they, there's, like, line dancing every Thursday. And people have seen me there. I was, like, getting DMs and stuff. So, But there was
3: a time when you... Right, but you weren't... There was a time when you came out. No one really knew what you were doing. You're just hanging out with different types of people.
4: It was, like, I was out in my personal life. Like, all my family knew. All my good friends knew. Robbie and I were kissing in public. We were... But it's, like, no one outed us, luckily, which was another reason why we had to do it. Okay. Because it was, like, you know, we really obviously took to each other. So you meet outside and what... Yes. Okay. So Robbie had no idea what this what Kyle, like, wanted to do with her. She's like, do I know you? What do you want with me? Um, And then she, like, looked over at me, and she's like, who's that girl? And she's like, oh, you might recognize her, like, from TV. And Robbie was like, she kind of looks familiar. I don't know. Um, And Kyle was like, she was the bachelorette. And then Robbie came right over. She's like, what's this? The bachelorette's gay? Like, (laughs) what's going on? Like, had us all eating out of the palm of her hand, just, like, kind of... You know, winning us over with her charisma and her humor, was asking me all these, like, she was like, How old are you? And I'm like, I'm 32. She's like, What's going on? My friends were like speaking for me because. I was just like kind of stunned. I'm like, we were all like kind of drunk, whatever. And my friends are like, she's exploring. Robbie's like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 32. And she was like, okay, you're gay. Like nobody explores this late in life. Really? Yeah. She's like, okay, if you're like making this big of moves, like you're gay. And then ask me. Do you agree with that? Do you think that nobody explores this late in life? Um, I don't know. No, I think it was probably just her like very like sly, but she like obviously just wanted to date me. Right. So she was like waiting me over, like, you know, throwing it all on me at one. And she's like, I'm not gonna lie, Gabby, like I want your number. That's how we left things. And then she like literally rushed home. She keeps her planner, a physical planner because she's like a boomer. And like gets time zones confused.
3: Right. So she ran home. She, I wonder if she ever had a file fax. the best. I love a physical planner, by the way. Oh,
4: my God. She probably loves it. Yeah. And then we went on our first date and the
3: rest is history. So you've been inseparable since your first date. Pretty much. Yeah. OK, so let's get into the brass tacks now. OK, so, uh, this is a monogamous relationship. Yes. And you've yeah. discussed that.
4: Yes. Oh my God. Right away. L- like lesbians are so monogamous.
3: I imagine. Like Monogamy
4: is for lesbians. Monog- <laughs> monogamy
3: is for lesbians. Yeah. Who is more jealous?
4: Um, I'm pretty jealous. She, I think she could be too. We're both learning about each other, but we're both open about it. Like it's like we don't hide our jealousy.
3: Now, how are you controlling the excitement of you? Obviously opening Pandora's box for the first time, being madly in love, the pheromones, the oxytocin, like everything's going and making yeah. sure that you don't go, sometimes when something goes so fast, yeah. I don't want to say that it crashes and burns, but it's hard to sustain that. We've right. all been through that where like you can't believe, you can't breathe. You're, yeah. you're, you know, you, you have uh, goosebumps and yeah. it's like you can't, you don't want to be without the person. You think it's gonna be like that forever, but real life right. gets in the way and careers and summer. Yes. So how do you guys manage that and what life will bring and navigating just what this yeah. all is. This has got to be a lot for you to process.
4: Yeah. No, it is. And I think we're we're both very level-headed when it comes to it. And, like, in the beginning, I was – i have you know, I've been through it all. Like, it's like I was in therapy because I think I still had a lot of shame surrounding it. So I'm like I had to work through that before okay. I could really, like – go in this relationship guns blazing and then we were spending a lot of time together like lesbians do and mo- a new love and I'm like I don't know if this is just convenient or I'm really into it and then things kind of started to slow down and we're open about it you know like we are community they always say communication but it's like our communication is really we work on it okay. every day nice. and we really treat our relationship like a bubble like we want to protect it it's its own being it's its own entity we have to treat it separate It's, like, we can't just, like, let one person fend for themselves. It's, like, this isn't the agreement that we're making. And, like, we're both, like, have our shit together. We're both very uh, driven and Mm -hmm. career-minded. So, it's, like, the other day I was, like, honestly, it's amazing. We're both, like, up and afloat in our careers because we do spend so much time together. That's so true. You're both
3: All boats are rising with the tide right now. This is good. You can help each other in different ways. Right. But it's, like, I respect her work so
4: much. She grinds. She's out doing stand-up every night, and I want her to... Like I want her because that's what comes first, and I know she's going to be supportive in mine. But we're just so like we do work trips together. Like we happen to be in New York. Like we don't want kids. And you then, don't want kids. No. Oh,
3: that's a decision you made together, and yeah. you had that. You were... Well, both of us didn't want them separately. Interesting. I don't yeah. think I knew that. Did that was that discussed on The Bachelor? No. Interesting. See that yeah. I would think about these things that aren't discussed on The Bachelor. Right. from Do you want to be in an open relationship? What yeah. About this. Yeah. That's an well, interesting I was, thing. It was like
4: it was like if I met the right person, then maybe. I'm I would have kids, like, honestly, Robbie. I would love to see little Robbies, and I would love to see her as a mom because she's so hilarious and she's so present. But it's like, we both had tumultuous childhoods we've both been through so much as kids like we want to be kids now we are kids we play so much we want to be able to have room for ourselves and really treat our relationship like our child like that is our priority we want to throw all of our resources into like protecting it and growing it and nurturing it and what about pets pets I have a dog. She has a cat. Ooh. Yeah. How do they get along? They don't right now. So we're like reading lots of material. You need a therapist for that.
3: Yeah, we do. And hoping for the best. You need a pet. You need Caesar the dog whisperer. Yeah. Okay, so Sally Hershberger, the hairstylist, once said to me that you don't want to be a lesbian because they steal all your shit no so do you guys borrow each other's clothes or hair stuff or anything or nothing because i would not i'm not into that no me either but it's like it's different when it's a girl like
4: even when i was dating guys well i hope your (laughs) man wasn't borrowing your hair stuff. oh my god they would get into my shampoo and conditioner i'm like can can you pay me ten dollars each pump like that is so expensive and you don't appreciate it no you
3: have 75 colors in your hair it's a maintenance project for you literally wait that is like
4: liquid gold so
3: she you'll let her borrow
4: your shampoo. Yes, or yeah. use your shampoo. Yeah, because it's like I've loved. I love her. Like I've never loved anything. Like I hate sharing. I don't really share food. Like I don't. Well, well
3: I'll share some food. But it has to be like I don't. It has to be known to share. It's a share. That's plate. what I think. Yes. no, no. no there's four Let's pieces. Make, right. There's be- make our no, expectations because when it's, clear. I agree. When there's a big yeah. pile, because my fiance eats more quickly. I'm not a fast eater. Yes, yeah, so does he'll just too. eat, and it's like, wait a minute, and I didn't yeah. like. I don't want to grab everything cuz I'll be sick but it's like right. he'll be like I'm just sitting back I'm waiting to see what you're going to do. I'm like what no yeah. I don't want to have to be, have the pressure of telling you what I'm going to do with that food now. So yes, <laughs> I want to do it on my own time. Yes, yes see, you get it. Yes, I really yes. get the sharing of the food. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I will Paul will mm-hmm. buy me an Hermes bag, and then there'll be like some vegan bar or some weirdo thing yeah. that I got that he would never want. Yeah. and we and and we were in the store recently at Cinderella, and we were walking, <laughs> and he said, "You know what I don't do anymore? I don't eat bars. Like I make a big statement. I'm like, okay, yeah. And then they were these weird <laughs> healthy bars, and then yeah. in the house, I only bought a couple because he said he doesn't eat bars, right? So he comes out of the pantry and he's eating a. Bar. I'm like, what are you do? What are you doing? Yeah, those are my bars. No, what, we just discussed yes. this. You said you don't yes. eat bars, and now you. So yeah, he could literally buy me an Hermes bag. But on the same day oh, I'd be yeah. like what
4: are you doing about the bar right now no actually I know there's some stuff that's off limits my Evian water Evian water no. really well, why like, because it's so good and it you buy is? it by the pack it's so good it's my favorite water I, I
3: can't believe you care about branded water like I don't
4: I, I only I'm care about girl. Evian same in from coming from Colorado it's no big deal but if I get my hands on an Evian or if I go in LA you can't drink the tap water you really can't even you if you can't. put a filter thing on your thing no yes and it's so annoying and like it doesn't go on rentals so i buy By Evian when I was on Dancing with the Stars by like the 12. What does that
3: mean? You can't drink the. What does that mean? You're gonna die? Like it's water? It's like L.A. It's so polluted. Yeah, but what's gonna. Every so is cigarettes and drinking alcohol. What's gonna happen? It's water. People don't have water. I I just drink any water. But
4: when you find out, let me know because I'm way too lazy and I will trust that the water's bad for you. Well, no, because
3: you're here today. We got cases of water. and Is that my fancy water? What is that? That must turn it. it. I think (laughs) I heart essential. No, turn it. I want to see the brand. Essential. Oh, essential. Oh, Essentia. Gabby yeah. comes, we have a No, sec- it's not
4: good enough for me. Look, I only I'm, drink a Well, sip. no, that looks expensive. That looks more expensive than Evian. I'm I the know. girl. It's not, it's not about the brandiness. it's about the taste. I can't. I, I won't go. Do- I will fight to the death. Anyways, okay. much like the shampoo.
3: Okay.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver.
1: It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night.
0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: So, who pays? What, what do we do about the finances? Yes. Um, so... We
4: split, honestly. You split across I mean, the board. Yeah, she's on strike right now. She's a writer. Okay. Um. So it's like you know, I don't. It's I don't know if it's like I don't really want to buy into gender norms. I think it's even like that within the lesbian community. It's like you know, Robbie's a little more masculine. Like, but I'm like, we don't need to be doing that like that I'm, shouldn't
3: relate to money because she's a little no. more masculine than right like she doesn't
4: exactly it's like I'm with a woman because like I'm I feel more emotionally connected because I you know I feel safer like with your soul I like your being like women you don't have to explain a layer of each other we know what it's like to be a woman like we think more similarly I'm not with you because like I want you to pay for everything right and I do well so it's like it's fine I feel like everything's very fair
3: Everything's fair. Do you want to get legally married? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Why? For once.
4: I think, like, I don't, I think it's just like another way that we get to commit to each other. So maybe, like, my views will change. I don't really have political views on it, but I think for us, like, I get to be a little more romantic and cheesy with girls, I feel. Like, we are the most, like, if you read our text messages, you saw every five seconds, it's like, babe, babe, babe. (laughs) We're like, we love you so much. We're like, do you miss me? We're like, right. We're always holding each other. Like, you just get to be a lot more softer and loving. So, it's like, she asked me to be her girlfriend with the ring pop. And, like, we get. Really? Yeah. When? That's so cute. So cute. Two weeks in. And she wrote me a little card. Yeah. We are always giving each other cards. She got me these earrings. For my three our three month anniversary. Which we, is a big one. It's, it's a, a big one. Yeah, we celebrate every month. So it's like You're in it. Yeah, but like if a dude were to do that to me, disgusting. You'd be turned
3: off. Yeah. You're yeah. sweating. You're me. an animal. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, do not act like that. Stop sweating me. I'm turned off. That's yeah. amazing. All yeah. right. So what about the sex? There's new hardware, <laughs> yeah. new things to learn.
4: Well, not really new because I have one. So I would go to say but that you're it's not like a familiar that hardware.
3: Well, I mean, Anya, you haven't been trying, you, you've been test yourself right. for years. So I'm saying, yeah, I mean, maybe I have. To work- maybe you have, I don't have yeah. flatmate, you are a dancer.
4: Yeah,
1: exactly. You're a Gumby, I don't know. Right. All
3: right, but new hardware to work with, I think. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think like also I feel safer with a woman. I feel less judged and I feel like, I feel like there doesn't have to be There's nothing off-limits. If I have a question, I'm going to ask. Before, after, during. We, like, will debrief on our sex life. You know, it feels just, like, very safe. Where, as a man, I felt like there was... Um, sometimes unrealistic expectations. I felt like there was unsaid expectations. Yes, you're in your own
3: head. Yes. And you don't know what someone's thinking. And that's yeah, so, yeah interesting. Yeah, because
4: we weren't just like as open about it. Like we weren't speaking the same language. I didn't feel as connected. So I feel like that part has been like really freeing for me. Nice. That yeah. makes
3: a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's like this one thing. People will talk about anything, but you don't often talk about it. About sex to your partner. It no. seems strange. Yes. You know, it seems yeah. like a weird topic. Because it seems you're not supposed to talk about sex in bed. And you're not. Right. But then what are you going to do? Like, at lunch, just be like, let's talk about sex. Right. It can be like awkward. What, yeah, exactly. And
4: with us, like... Yeah, it's a little awkward, but it's like it's worth it because we want to talk about everything and we want to make sure the other person is pleased and happy. Like sex is fun. Yeah. And it's it's freeing. It's liberating, especially when you do it with someone that you feel safe
3: with. Yes. You have to feel safe yeah. and trusting at 100 yeah. percent. Then it really that's so true. And you have to respect the other person. I feel like. Yes. You have to respect somebody to be sexually attracted to them, I think. Oh,
4: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like I've dated, like I went through my phase in my 20s where it's like I slept around and I was like I'm doing this for me, like don't slut shame me, but it's like is it that or like was I kind of manipulated into this thinking because like that's what the men were doing and I wanted attention.
3: It's funny because the word I've I've once called someone a name and and uh, have been have been said <laughs> to have slut-shamed them. And I think about that as a term in general just because if someone decides to sleep around with a bunch of people, yeah. are we, su- rec- and sometimes cheating, and che- are we supposed to respect that? Like, am I supposed right. to think that's great? That doesn't mean that I don't have to think that's great. Maybe I don't have to use a word yeah. to assign to it, but <laughs> yeah. I don't have to think that's great, necessarily. Yeah. Like, I don't have to think that's a great idea any more than I do someone just, you know, cursing out everybody around them. Like, just so it's yeah. like you curse shaming. like. I'm allowed to not think that that's a great idea for my daughter, for example. I don't want her to sleep with a bunch of different people, maybe. Yeah, I think it's just, like, I think we all need to understand, actually, the intentions of our actions.
4: Like, it's, like, I felt like I was standing up to the men, and I'm, it was, like, internalized misogyny, almost. Like, I can be just like you, and, like, even it's, though I'm a felt woman. Empowering. Yes, but it wasn't. Yes, it was exactly. sad, I agree. and it was desperate for me, like, but I'm that's for me coming out on the other side, you know? And it's, like, no, I was just so down bad, and I wanted to and like
3: I used that like as a scapegoat I've seen that a lot I remember the girls that I grew up with that were very advanced and very what we call promiscuous and I see they were hot and it seemed like they acted like they were in control but there was a sadness I get what you're saying right right it can be confusing that's very interesting and like now I know sex it's like
4: I need an emotional connection and with Robbie I feel very emotionally connected yes
3: So what did Eric say? Someone you were engaged to, your family knew. What did he say?
4: Nothing. Not a peep. Haven't heard a word. Really? Yeah, from like a lot of my previous ex-boyfriends. I haven't heard anything.
3: Really? Not just like, I'm so glad to see you're happy or congratulations? No.
4: I think either they're all taking it personally or I have noticed like even with I saw some friends this last weekend some nurses we went to Vegas for the Beyonce concert and like they was were it like, amazing. It, it was so great she's literally an earth angel she's like so flawless right it's Beyond. wild but um they were like we're getting all these text messages from my previous coworkers, like did you know? Like, what do you think? Instead of like texting me directly, I like, find that oh, too. Congratulations! So funny you say that. Yeah. Or
3: just wow, interesting. Right. You know anything? I know I find that all the time. Yeah. So many people will be talking about something. I won't get one text yeah. about something. Yes. So it's very.
4: When on Bachelor, Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars, my phone would blow up. Yes. After anything, and now it's like I'm clearly so happy. Like I'm like thank God we did this. We get to, we have another reason to celebrate our relationship. And Like I you think want to see beautiful. the text now, not yes. about dancing with the stars. You want someone yeah. to say, I'm so, that's so right. fascinating. Yeah. Do you think that
3: maybe that the men feel like not only rejected, but that they must have been defective or something because after being with them now you've gone to be with a woman. Do you know how that happens sometimes yeah. people feel like they take that personally?
4: Yeah. Oh, there's something going on. I don't know what cuz it's like I'm still new to it and I don't I I cannot understand men, but I'm sure it's personal and their egos
3: hurt. That's Ooh. all I know about them. Well, maybe we'll find out after yes. this. This will be now I'm invested in knowing yeah. what the real answer is about that. And what about So your grandfather was like a breakout character, right? Yes. Yeah. What about him? He's got be old school. Yeah. What does he think? He honestly like
4: we haven't talked about it. I know like Bachelor Nation is going to be like ooh. <gasps> But it's like, he's 85, like, let him live. Like right, my... and that's also
3: icky. He, made, he thinks he doesn't want to talk about having sex with a man either, for the most totally. part. Totally, like,
4: he's never asking me who I'm dating. A guy or so, girl. Exactly. Right, he so was on the show, really... and that was
3: fun, but he's not really right. talking about, are you connected, or, are you...
4: Right, like, he's my grandpa, like, you know, he'll, like, slip a check, like, we'll have a laugh, kind of talk about his previous life. He's lived a million lives, but it's, like, not and really, I, like, about dating. That makes dating. sense to me. Yeah, it's You don't like, need him okay. to, like,
3: be, yeah, yeah. exactly,
4: he doesn't need to be on this interview talking about how he feels about you being with a woman. Totally. It's not going to affect him. He's going to bridge every Tuesday, Thursday, let the man live. Let the man live. Yeah.
3: And your high school friends, people you grew up with, everything, like every, it, you feel... Is there anybody that you feel strange around or weird or uncomfortable? Um or, not, or, or knowing it, like being like, I wonder if they know. I think not like, not specifically and
4: not strange, but I do feel like people don't really know how to ask questions. They're like kind of afraid or think I'm different or somehow have changed like completely. I'm like, no, I'm literally exactly the same. If anything, like I'm more myself because, you know, when you're in a good relationship, it gives you the confidence to like really be yourself. Yes. So I've felt that. Um, But they're just like it's I don't think they're less interested. I think they don't know how to be interested and don't want to hurt my feelings. Because just like every other taboo topic, like in our country, like race and class, like people are just like afraid. The word they're going to say
3: the wrong word. Exactly, we've like done that
4: to people. Yes,
3: that's true. I know it's so funny because people act like they're so we're so honest and open now and it's yeah. not true because no. be, everyone says it, you just say it but everybody gets crucified for saying anything for saying a word wrong for getting a term wrong and that's right, right. everyone's stifled now yes. and secretly talks about how they really feel instead of openly saying something maybe someone says something wrong to you like, yeah. like I could say something wrong here with the language I'm using yeah. you know, or in another conversation a she a they you may not know the right words and you right. get killed for yeah. something you just didn't know because you're ignorant and if you spent all your right. time studying something you wouldn't even be able to be open in life no exactly and then you're so afraid
4: and that's why like I feel like Robbie and I like talk so much ad nauseum about everything but we have similar enough and different views we're both very like nothing's personal it does come from like a lack of education not even that but a lack of experience like it is truly hard to explain my experience to someone because you haven't been there and part of it's a new language it's yeah it's a different language and it's totally fine right like it's okay I understand that there's going to be a little bit of that disconnect
3: so this is a very this has been and we're gonna have Robbie come in now like a lo- it's a long breathing conversation, I I didn't see it but I heard like the first time you talked about this was on the View which is yeah. a, who who's who who told you to do that I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh. I've been on The View. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I just wonder who told you to do that. that um, was it like publicist have, or something? No, I have close relationships
4: with the people who oversee it's ABC. ABC. Yeah, and I didn't want to do a serious interview like GMA. Like, this doesn't need to be like a serious right. tone. Like, I'm a light person. Right. It's not like a deep journalistic deep dive. It's like, it's not like, I don't want to talk about my past. I just like want to be able, I need to stop somewhere and let people know I'm dating a woman because my fan base in particular knows me I for dating men. So that
3: was where the first stop was what happened on the
4: view i thought it was a great interview I think, like, it's a panel. I think there's different personalities. That's why The View is The View. And they have, like, a group of women with different perspectives. So I really don't think – I think they were they were great. I said what I needed to say. And, like, I can hold my own. Like, I don't need – I'm the same. Yes, I don't need somebody to, like, baby me or be like, oh, my God. Like, oh, you're a lesbian. It's like, no, I'm here to, like, tell my story. I already feel empowered. This already feels good good that you're giving me a chance to say this or other people would write my own story for me no but i'm like
3: you i like a little heat in the room yeah i like a little like i don't prepare i I don't need to like look at questions like hit me right you like it you gotta yeah you're challenged by it you enjoy it interesting yeah okay um What made you come to talk to me? I'm so flattered. I'm so honored. No, me
4: too. Thank you for having me. I think we were thinking, like, obviously, I want to be able to discuss it in a long-form way. Like, just naturally, as a person, I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of opinions. I'm naturally introspective. This is something different that's happened to me later in life. So, like, I would love to be able to talk about it, especially since it's so different from my history. Um, And my publicist spoke really highly of you.
3: Oh, nice. Awesome. All right. Well, tell her thank you. Yes, and love
4: iHeart like I've worked with them before amazing so, yes have
3: you thought about podcasting
4: yes we're we're shopping right now
3: are you doing one together or are you going to do one on no. your own yes
4: she we should talk if you want to talk about yes, one yes think love this, to. I think it'd be great like, yeah
3: something that I don't know like it's not it doesn't define you but something about the exploring your sexuality thing I think that's an interesting like, yeah. jumping off point of our podcast so we could talk about it